Um, hello, everyone. Thank you for coming in. Uh, I am Sumit Thakur. I'm a senior product manager of Amazon SageMaker. And I'm here today with Sharat, uh, who is a senior director of engineering for AI and machine learning at GE Healthcare. And both of us are super excited and super happy to talk about and introduce to you Amazon SageMaker Studio, the industry's first and most comprehensive integrated development environment for machine learning. But before we start, we want to talk a little bit about the background, the history of why we got here. So we want to shed a light on why many of our customers, including enterprises and startups, are adopting machine learning today, and the kind of challenges that they are facing in doing so. We also want to talk about how Amazon SageMaker, over the last two years, have been addressing some of those challenges for our customers. Then, we'll introduce SageMaker Studio, an IDE built by ML developers for ML developers, like you. We'll also give you a quick tour of how the user interface and the experience of SageMaker Studio looks like, but all of this won't be complete unless we share a story of how you, an AWS customer, can leverage these machine learning innovations. And for that, we'll have Sharath on stage with us share the story of how GE Healthcare has been leveraging SageMaker and machine learning to reinvent healthcare in developing nations. So with this agenda, we'll get started. So why machine learning? Machine learning, as you know, is the capability by which computers can recognize patterns from data. And this capability is becoming very ubiquitous. It's becoming a source of key competitive advantage. In a recent 2018 study conducted on the state of AI across enterprises, nearly half of the executives cited these top three benefits of AI. The first one, better products and customer experience. For example, you experience it every day when you buy products on Amazon, your personalized recommendation on the website. Two, better operations. You can see that when you interact with an online chatbot to answer your customer care queries. And three, better decisions. For example, using a forecasting model to accurately predict demand for a supply chain and logistics business. All these examples, they tell you a story of how machine learning is becoming a source of comparative advantage and recreating new customer experiences. However, it has its challenges. In the same study, most of the executives cited the top challenge as implementing and integrating the machine learning workflow with their current business processes and functions. In order to understand the gravity of this challenge, we need to take a look at a typical machine learning workflow. So to get started with machine learning, first you have to get data. You need to collect the data clean it up, and prepare for training your models. Then you need to choose an optimal model and a learning algorithm that fits your business use case. Then you need to worry about setting up and managing the infrastructure at scale to train these models to start recognizing patterns from your data. Once you are done, you need to take that model and deploy it so you can start making those same pattern recognition in similar unseen data in a real-world application. 
And this deployment needs to be reliable, scalable, and secure. So you can see every step of the machine learning workflow has its own challenges. And Amazon SageMaker was precisely built to solve these challenges for our customers. Let's see how. With SageMaker, you can build, train, tune, and deploy machine learning models at any scale. On the build side, SageMaker provides a service called SageMaker Ground Truth, which combines human intelligence with machine intelligence to automatically and accurately label your data sets quickly. Once you have a labeled data set, SageMaker also provides you a managed Jupyter Notebook environment where you can explore this data and experiment with different models and algorithms. Once you are ready to train, training is just one click away. With a single click, SageMaker will bring up a cluster of machines in the cloud, pull the data from source, train your models, and tear down the clusters when the training is complete. You only pay for what you use. Now that you have a model, you can deploy it to a scalable endpoint sitting behind an auto-scaling group with a single click again. And this endpoint is safe, secure, is very high throughput, low latency endpoint, and it can scale up and down to meet the fluctuating demands of your business. So as you can see, SageMaker really helps customers implement machine learning workflows with ease. So we were thinking, what else can we do to help our customers? And what we learned over the process of talking to our customers and understanding from them that the machine learning workflow many times is not as linear as it's depicted on the screen. It's highly iterative. You have to go through a lot of hoops in order to get to the destination. Let's see what those hoops are. The first one. Training a model is never a single short process. You have to experiment with several combinations of data, algorithm, and parameters in order to fine tune your models and achieve the best possible accuracy. And as part of this iterative experimentation process, you end up creating like hundreds and thousands of model training runs and model versions, making it super difficult to track the evolution of this model and its performance over time. Then, you also need to constantly compare and debug your current and past experiments to look for those opportunities for incremental improvement. And debugging, as we all know, is a bit of a dark art. First, you need to write lots of instrumentation code to collect lots of debugging data. And then, you have to toy hard to set up visualization tools to analyze this data. And even then, if you don't have the expertise, it's very difficult to know where to look for bottlenecks and how to fix them. So you tend to waste a lot of time in this loop. After all the hard work, once you have a model, you go ahead and deploy it. But then again, the story doesn't end here. You have to continue monitoring the quality of your model in production. The quality of a model is not determined by how well it can recognize patterns in your static training data set. The quality is rather determined by how well it can recognize those same patterns in a real-world application. And as we all know, the real world evolves. The data changes. And so the models turn stale over time. 
and they may start giving inaccurate predictions, and that's a significant business risk. In order to address this risk, customers would tend to retrain their models frequently. However, it's very difficult to determine when and how to retrain your models. So you see, there are a lot of challenges in managing experiments, debugging, and monitoring. We are forgetting about the human aspect. The data scientists and developers rarely work alone. They work in teams, and they are constantly sharing data, analysis, and results with each other, trying to work collaboratively on a business problem. In order to have meaningful collaboration, you need to, you need to enable this collaboration at scale. So all of these problems of managing thousands of experiments, debugging your model training runs, monitoring your production deployments, and enabling collaboration at scale can really eat away at the productivity of your scientists and developers, and can really slow down the pace of machine learning innovation in your organization. There is no one single tool that can address all of these challenges until now. We are happy to introduce Amazon SageMaker Studio, the industry's first and most comprehensive integrated development environment for machine learning. It has all the tools you need to build, train, track, tune, debug, deploy, and monitor your models at scale. It will give you the capability to take your models from experimentation to production quickly and improve productivity. Let's see how. The studio comes with new Amazon SageMaker notebooks, which are quick start, setup free, and they have been designed ground surf for enabling collaboration. We also launched Amazon SageMaker experiments that lets you organize, track, and compare thousands of experiments in the studio interface. It's also integrated with SageMaker Debugger that automatically introspects your model as they train and gives you real-time feedback on ways to optimize your training times and improve model quality. And it comes up with SageMaker Model Monitor that watches over your endpoints and ensures the quality remains, remains the same over a period of time. What else? Can we do even better? Can we just go through the lines completely and go from data to predictions directly? Yes, we can. With SageMaker Autopilot, the new automated machine learning capability that lets you get to your models directly from your raw data. So the studio brings together all these tools, the new notebooks, the experiments, the debugger, and uh, the autopilot all together. Let's look at how these tools address each part of that iteration loop we saw before. This is the first part, the first part of the story. How to enable collaboration at scale so folks can collaborate, can iterate fast, and develop high-quality code. The new Quick Start Collaborative Notebooks, they come with Amazon SageMaker Studio. It's a web-based IDE. You can access this easily using your single sign-on credentials enabled by AWS SSO. In addition, the enterprise administrators continue to enjoy the security benefits of identity and access management systems 
to control and govern the access and permissions of these individuals. Once you are in, you can spin up a notebook in seconds. No more compute instance to choose or set up. And we are also working through enabling the capabilities for you to seamlessly switch and dial up the compute when your notebook execution requires a powerful GPU or CPU instance. The benefits don't stop here. These notebooks are designed for collaboration. With a single click, you can share not just the notebook code, but also all its dependencies and libraries required to reproduce the notebook analysis and results. So the recipient receives a link share through which they can access and replay your notebook. So that's SageMaker Notebooks for you. Let's look at the next loop. How do we manage the iterative experimentation process? With SageMaker experiments, every time you train or tune a model on SageMaker, experiments will automatically record your input configurations, parameters, data sets, results, and key performance metrics. No additional coding or instrumentation is required from your end. It captures this data in the form of trials, and then you can organize these trials as experiments. The SageMaker Studio comes up with a visual interface for you to easily browse through your active and past experiments, and even pull them together to compare them side by side through different data visualizations. And we'll see in the demo what those visualizations look like. With the help of those visualizations, you can quickly compare these experiments and find the best performing model across experiments. Also, each of these searching, browsing, analytics, and comparison capabilities are integrated in the form of a Python SDK, so you can also use these capabilities while you are working in your SageMaker notebooks. Finally, SageMaker Experiments is a key model governance feature. Since every step and artifact that went into creating and certifying a model is recorded into SageMaker Experiments, whenever you encounter an issue in production, you can always go back and revisit these artifacts. Also, if you are going through a model auditing process for your compliance verification, SageMaker Experiments is the place to go. Let's look at the next problem. How do we help you quickly debug your model training runs? SageMaker Debugger comes integrated with SageMaker Framework containers for TensorFlow, MXNet, PyTorch, and XGBoost. Once enabled, the debugger automatically introspects your deep learning models and collects debugging data, such as model weights, gradients, activation layers, inputs, outputs, and other key performance metrics. No additional coding is required from your end. It then continuously analyzes this data at the back end as your models train, looking for performance bottlenecks. As soon as a bottleneck is detected, it advises, it issues an alert along with some remediation advice. And you can consume these alerts through the SageMaker Studio visual interface. You can immediately stop the training midway, act on the advice, fix the training run, and run it again. 
In this way, you don't spend time looking through piles and piles of debug data. Rather, you focus on getting your training right and converge to a high-quality model quickly. As with any other SageMaker tool, Debugger is also extensible and flexible. It has a bunch of automated rules, built-in rules, based on which it detects performance uh, bottlenecks for you. But you can also add your own rules using the Python SDK that we provide. So it's totally extensible. You can customize a debugger to your needs, to the kind of training that you do. Finally, debugger is our first key step towards facilitating model explainability. With the kind of data that we gather as part of the model training run, the debugger can tell you a few important things. For example, if you're training an XGBoost model on SageMaker, the debugger can help you generate the feature importance, SHAP values, confusion metrics, those kind of data and visualizations, which can help you assess how every feature is contributing towards the predictive power of the model. Now that you have managed your experiments well, you have debugged your training runs, and you are ready to deploy, let's look at the challenge of monitoring the quality of models in production. The SageMaker model monitor automatically watches over your production deployments. It collects samples of data periodically from your prediction endpoints and then analyzes this data looking for some key defining characteristics and compare those with that of your training data. If there is any deviation from the training data baseline, the model monitor issues an alert. For example, let's say you have a model that predicts housing prices, and then the mortgage interest rates change, about which, by the way, all of us are always happy. As the interest rates change, your model becomes inaccurate. It's not giving out right price predictions. With Model Monitor, you will get an alert in CloudWatch that tells you that your interest rate feature, which contributes towards the housing price prediction, is experiencing a drift and your model accuracy is going down. So you can go back and retrain and recalibrate your model against the latest interest rate data. And by the way, as with all the other features, these alerts are not just issued into CloudWatch, but you can also consume these alerts through the SageMaker Studio visual interface. And not just the alerts, but also the data visualizations that let you see where the drift is happening in your data. So with all the tooling that we develop in Studio, uh, we can solve for experimentation, debugging, and monitoring, and collaboration. We thought, what else can we do to accelerate your machine learning workflow? Can we go from data to predictions directly? So we built SageMaker Autopilot. This automated machine learning capability only needs, you need to just provide your raw data in a tabular form and indicate the column that you want to predict. Then the SageMaker Autopilot does all the hard work of extracting the features, choosing the algorithms, and tuning those algorithms to find the best fitting model for your data. It works with regression, binary classification, and multi-class classification problems, which cover a wide variety of use cases. For example, predicting the churn rate for a customer, or uh, 
predicting the maintenance schedules for asset-heavy industries, or fraud detection. There are tons of use cases which fall in this area. And it's needless to say that every step of the machine learning workflow that Autopilot goes through is automatically tracked for you in SageMaker experiments. No additional coding required from your end. And finally, SageMaker Autopilot is the industry's first most transparent automated machine learning capability that gives you total control and visibility into your models. Unlike many other AutoML capabilities which are opaque and they don't tell you what's going inside the black box, Autopilot gives you the source code for every step of the machine learning workflow in the form of a notebook. So you can take that notebook and developers of all skill levels can benefit from it. You can just go through the notebook to gain a much better understanding of how your model was built, how the features were identified, what parameters was model tuned with, and how was your model brewed from scratch. You can gain that understanding by looking at the detailed code in the notebook. Or if you're an expert, you might want to dabble with it. Just take it, start tweaking the parameters, and start further experimenting with it, creating your own models. So it benefits developers of all skill levels. I think with all the features that we saw, we are bringing them together into a single unified web-based interface. It's time to take a look at how that interface looks like. Let me just set this up, and we should be ready to roll. works. Nice. So what you see here is the experiment management screen of SageMaker Studio. Many of you may already recognize a familiar interface of JupyterLab. We have extended the JupyterLab interface and added tons and tons and tons of functionalities on top of it. What you see on the left is a place where you can browse your resources. To begin with, your experiments. You can browse through your experiments, and for example, here is an experiment which I created for predicting customer churn for a mobile phone operator, where the data is, for example, is the person, how much talking is he doing, how much is she using the other value-added features of the mobile plan, how much is she spending per month, which location, what zip code, all those features which may affect the probability of a churn of a mobile phone operator customer. So I trained this using my customer churn prediction notebook, and now this experiment is automatically tracked for me on my left panel, and I can browse through my data in a very organized way. If I click through the experiment, I can see all the trial runs I went through. It's like a file browser. So we are building on top of very similar user experiences that you have been used to using all the time. So it feels very native to you. So you can browse through your trial runs on the left, and then you can right-click and open a specific trial to see all the information that we tracked for you. Here is, an, here is a specific trial, trial number eight, that's tracked for you here. You can see the chart for the loss metric. You can also see the individual metric. We have calculated a couple of summary statistics for each metric, for example, min, max, standard deviation. You can also see all the parameters you pass to your training run, all the input and output artifacts, 
and additional settings related to the AWS environment. So you can see all of that through experiments. All of this is tracked by SageMaker experiments automatically for you. What about comparisons? Can you compare the experiments? Yes, you can. You can either pick up multiple trials from here, from the left panel, or pick up multiple experiments from the left panel, right-click and say compare, which produces this leaderboard. Every row in this leaderboard is a trial run, and the columns are the properties of each trial. So every metric we captured, every parameter we captured, every artifact we captured is given to you in an individual column that you can sort, filter, and use that for comparing your trials side by side. Let me show you some of the metrics. Uh, these are all trials. These are all the metrics captured for you. These are all the parameters captured for you. And you can use this tabular representation to compare these trials. But sometimes, while tabular representation is good for just scanning through the data, you need more horsepower. You need to compare the progression of metrics over time to understand the true characteristics of your training run. So you can select multiple trial runs from this leaderboard and say, add charts, which brings you to this screen where you have the selected trial runs on the top and the charts comparing the loss metric across those trial runs produced side by side. You have the table and the charts side by side. And all of this is happening right in the studio environment where you are writing your code. So you can write your code, switch and see your visualization all at the same time, improving your productivity. No more switching between hundreds of different interfaces. It's the same interface that you are so used to using all the time. And then this is all about like organizing your experiments on the left panel, giving you capabilities to compare and track experiments in the main work area. You can also look at the debugging information. I ran the training run with the right set of parameters and enabled a rule, a default rule, loss not decreasing, which looks for a continuous pattern of loss. If, if loss is not decreasing continuously, it will auto-detect that and tell me about an issue. In this case, there wasn't an issue, though, so it gave me no issues found. But imagine you can have like hundreds of rules running here and all of them running in real time as your training runs are progressing and they're giving you alerts as the training runs go. So that's debugger for you, the debugger interface. Combined with charting and debugging, you will have lots of insights into your training run to improve your model quality. Now let's take a look on the deployment side of things. Similar to how you can browse through your experiments on the left panel, you can also browse through your active endpoints. All the deployment endpoints on the left panel in the same way that you typically browse through a file system. You can click through an endpoint. It opens up again in the same main work area. And now you can see all the charts for the metrics tracked for each endpoint and their trends over time compared to the baseline. The blue line is the baseline. The red line is the current statistic. And you can see how they are trending against each other. If there's a significant violation, you will get an alert. And not just an alert, but you also get a violation report, which tells you the details of what all violation happens for different features against your training data baseline. So you saw, that you saw the experiment management, the debugger, and the model monitoring. Let's look at the automated machine learning capability. So from the experiments panel, you can start by clicking on Create Experiment. You can start 
Amazon SageMaker autopilot experiment. As I said before, everything is tracked in SageMaker experiments, so an AutoML run, autopilot run, is treated as an experiment. As you can see on screen, this is all you need to provide. You only provide the name, the data, where it's located. It's a CSV file located in S3, the target column, and the place where you want to put the model artifacts back. Once you say create experiment, the autopilot goes through the process of identifying features, selecting algorithms, and tuning the parameters. And as I said, everything is tracked inside SageMaker experiments. You can see all of those 100 trial runs tracked here. You can also browse through on the left panel and see all those 100 trial runs created by the AutoML experiment. And as I said, it's a completely transparent white box approach. It gives you a notebook with all the steps. You can open this notebook, and now it has all the source code for generating that model for you. So you can see what all candidate pipelines it created. Every model that it creates is a candidate. You can see what kind of parameters it's used to train that model, like the instance type, the volume size, the instance count. You can also see what algorithms it picked, the linear learner algorithm or the XGBoost algorithm. You can also see the parameters it's using for those algorithms. Let me show you the parameters. It's down there. So you can see all the parameters and the different range of parameters that it shows to tune your models. So you can see it's very transparent. It's showing you, telling you, teaching you exactly how it created that model at the first place. So that's SageMaker Autopilot for you. And as you can see, all of this is integrated within the single unified interface where you code and consume these data-driven insights all at the same time and should definitely improve your productivity. So with this demo, now I would like to invite Sharath on stage to share the story of GE Healthcare and tell us how they are using machine learning to reinvent healthcare. Thank you. Thank you, Sumit. That was fantastic. I'm Sharath Paspanoti. I work for GE Healthcare. I lead engineering for our Edison AI services. Today, I'm going to talk about two things. One is challenges in healthcare. Two, how G Healthcare is a position to solve them. So the population today is around 7.7 .7 billion. If you look further, 130 million babies born every year. 350,000 babies born every day. Let's look further. India is second largest country in the world population, and the analysis says that it is going to beat China by 2025. Let's zoom in further. In India, we have 74,000 babies are born daily, and 50,000 babies are born in rural India. Let's make it more personal, OK? Just imagine, for a moment, someone you love is expecting, right? It could be your cousin, your friend, or even your wife, right? And five months into the pregnancy, she has an ultrasound exam tomorrow. 
and she's really, really anxious about it because she's going to know about the health of the baby. But guess what? The ultrasound exam that she has to go through is not that easy. As per the ISUOG rules, the International Society of Ultrasound for Obstetric and Gynecology, they have a bunch of rules, procedure steps. The way you need to take the baby scan, the fetal brain scan, it's not that easy. The sonographers, the skill varies, right? Just think about that. The person from India was talking about 50,000 babies born in rural India. Do you think you can expect the best sonographer all the time? If you have a best sonographer, that's awesome. The mother tend to get the best images of the baby, and the doctor can say two things. Awesome, everything is good. No, there is something wrong, we need to work on it. But at least they, know, they get to know then, right? But sadly, what is the problem statement here? What I'm trying to get at here, right? The world population is growing, and we have a challenges, the complexity in how do we measure the ultrasound. Sadly, we don't have the supplied, qualified doctors and nurses everywhere. There's a scarcity, right? 4% occurrence of central nervous system abnormalities happens. So think about that. The one you love won't fall under this particular 4%. How do we ensure that every mother will have a healthy baby, right? The answer to that, Gee, healthcare come up with this deep learning algorithm called SONO-CNS. What it does is it will automatically scan the fetal brain and it will help you help the sonographer for the placement of the probe and automatically calculate the measurements. It, it takes around 41 keystrokes for a sonographer to take these measurements. Just think about it. When you are, on, I mean, your loved ones on the bed, and the, when they are taking those measurements, there are a lot of factors you need to consider. First of all, sonographer skill set. Two, the patient position. Then the baby is moving, and the fetal brain position. Right. So when everything is going on, how do we make sure that? we get the right measurements as per the guidelines, whatever that they have given by ISCOG. So SONO-CNS does that for you. So what we have taken is all the guesswork or they don't need to remember all the 41 stuff that they have to do. So we have taken all that extra work from them so that the patient, they can focus on the patient instead of the mundane work of calculating all these measurements. By doing this, definitely there's a productivity and the consistency and the experience. Isn't that awesome, right? But are, did we solve all the world problems? No, this is just one problem. But if you just look into this metrics here, see the physics and also the anatomies, right? From head to toe, we have so many anatomies. And from the physics perspective, we have X-ray, MR, CT, ultrasound, so many, ECG, EKG. 
the problem I just talked about on the ultrasound is one square in this matrix. But how do we solve this infinite space? GE Healthcare mission is not to build 20 or 30 algorithms. We are here to build thousands of algorithms. For that, we need to have a mindset of platform. We need to have a mindset of ecosystem. The answer to that is our platform, Edison. What is Edison? Edison is all about unlocking the data and unleashing the intelligence. Today, there are data silos deeply entrenched in, within the hospital systems. Frankly, we generate enormous data, but we're really bad at using the data. I'm not exaggerating. We don't even use 3% of the data that we are producing. GE Healthcare produces one of the biggest contributors of the data, right? We have over 1 million install base, and we produce like 60,000 scans per minute, 50 petabytes of data per hospital every year. It's huge. So what Edison does is it enables to aggregate all the data across the modalities, across the network providers, and bring all that data into one place. So basically, we want to break the data silos to build the better clinical workflow outcomes. right? And we also build some healthcare-specific services on top of it so developer can build the applications faster. Great, we unlock the data. How do we unleash the intelligence? How do we build this AI analytic applications faster and make our scanners intelligent? That's where we build a platform called Edison AI on top of AWS. Why we need a platform, right? I talked about it. We are here to build thousands of algorithms, especially in the healthcare space. We need to go through our HIPAA compliant and FDA regulations. And GE is a global company. How do I make sure that, how do we make sure that we are building the models in a standard way and we can get the FDA approvals in a faster way so we can rapidly take our algorithms to market, right? How do we make sure that when we do the curation process, the annotators that we have across the globe follow the same standards, right? So that's the answer to us. Like Edison AI platform is specifically building AI solutions for healthcare. Let's look into our platform, you know, little further down, right? We have a data sources. That is the first thing that we do. We, we start with a customer problem. What kind of a problem that we are trying to solve in healthcare? And we partner with our great hospitals across the globe, get the data, and get the reports. And we connect the reports and the data and anonymize the data and securely ingest that into our cloud, right? As I said, the cloud we built on top of AWS, and all our data stored in data lake in a secured, multi-tenant way, it is so, so important that the data that we are getting from our partners, our hospitals, is multi-tenant, and we give that trust to our partners that the data that we are getting from them is used for no other purpose other than what we agreed for. So we need to showcase that capabilities. So all that traceability has been built into our platform. 
So once the data is ingested into our data lake, we'll index it. We'll provide a UI capabilities for the data scientists or radiologists to search the data, make clinical conditions or modality or anatomy easily, right? Once we have the data ingested, the next step is curation process. I'm sure you all know that curation is kind of a heart of data science, the AI. It's a garbage in and garbage out. If you don't have a good ground truth, you don't get a good model. So what, especially in healthcare, it's really challenging too. So what we are trying to do is, we have two types of curation process. One is AI-assisted curation. The other one is manual curation. The AI-assisted curation is what we do as soon as the data is ingested, we run all our AI algorithms. For example, you have like a millions of ultrasound images. There is so much noise on those images. And when we ingest it, we automatically run those algorithms. We clean up them so that it's easy for us to build the models. And if you get the radiology reports, we run the NLPs, extract the labels out, and we use for training. And of course, there are cases where we don't have the reports. We use our curation tools for a 2D, 3D, and we have our global annotators log into our cloud platform, do the annotations, right? Once we have the data and a better ground truth, the biggest step is training, right? As I mentioned earlier, G is a global company. We have more than 100, you know, so many data centers across the, the company. Everybody has their own framework. Everybody wants to uh, use their IDE, right? How do we make sure that they don't use a different environment for development and another environment for product? We've been partnering with AWS for the last four years, and we've been using SageMaker for the last two years. And we made a great improvement in producing the models, but still, there was a challenge, right? Our data centers want flexibility, right? Frankly, we can't really force them to use our platform if we are not providing the flexibility. With SageMaker Studio, the, the challenges that we're overcoming is, one, they can have a set of free notebook, they can bring it up, and two, they can use a low-end EC2 instance to do their development, and without changing the IDE, they can go to P3X, P3ITX, or P3.16, or now P3D and 24, and without losing their pre-processing data. That's what they were asking for. And we can accomplish using the Amazon SwitchMaker Studio, right? That's the flexibility we want to give. The next flexibility they're talking about is they want to use their own framework. Two years back, no one worried about PyTorch, okay? Everybody was like a TensorFlow, Keras, and AI is evolving every day. With this, they can bring in any data, any framework, any instance, what else they want. And not only that, they are providing a capability for the, from a visualization perspective, they can see the results, and they have a debugger, and they have a model monitoring. So all these capabilities that we have is accelerating our development. Once we build a model, we package it, optimize it, and we do the model evaluation with the fresh data, and we encrypt those models, and we deploy them on cloud or edge or device based on our use cases. So that's Edison AI for you, right? The summary is that as a company, 
we want to enable our data scientists to focus on the problem, not on the infrastructure, not on the data, right? So that's the mission. So these are the few FDA-cleared AI solutions. The same week, we are having a biggest trade show in Chicago, RSNA, a radiology society of North America. And we are demonstrated more than 20 applications there. But these are a few examples that I'm trying to showcase you that how GE Healthcare is, you know, have this purpose to save patient lives, right? The first one is X-ray critical care suite. Just imagine when an X-ray, you know, you're in a surgery, you know, uh, you had an emergency. One of the things that they do is they take an X-ray. As soon as an X-ray is taken, by having this algorithm, it detects whether you have a pneumothorax or not, which is one of the critical care condition, collapsed lung, right? And it will send you to PACS, and the radiologist can see it, whether the patient has the critical condition or not, right? So as I talked about it, even the radiologist space, right, there is a scarcity. US is, we are very fortunate. We have like a one radiologist for 10,000 people. Look at the development countries like Kenya, 240, 1,000 people, they have one radiologist, right? Think about the radiologist who go to a work every day, and he has like 500 cases, and he has no clue which one is critical and which one is not, right? He has to go through everything. What he does is it automatically prioritizes that work list for them, and when a radiologist look at it, he would, all the critical conditions will go up, right? So the patient was a critical condition, get the treatment quickly. Isn't that awesome, right? They don't need to work for two days or three days. You know, you get a call and come back, and there's a problem, take a look at it. Pneumothorax is a critical condition. If, some, if you wait for more time, there are cases where people lose their life. So that's X-ray critical condition for you. There's one algorithm we're working on more. The next one is ARX. What it does is when you go to a, you know, taking a brain scan using MRI, it automatically detects the slices where you want to take a scan. Even if you come after six months, it exactly take the scan at the same place, right? So again, this is the productivity, consistency, and the user experience. Irrespective of the skill set of the technician, we do the right thing, right? The last one is a Sonos CNS. I just talked about it, uh, especially around how do we make sure uh, the fetal brain measurements are uh, taken accurately all the time. Uh, independent of the sonographer skills, right? Just imagine uh, that, that slide that I have talked about it, the infinite space, right? Do you think any company can do alone? No. We can this do alone. We need to have partners like AWS to accelerate our development. So one of the things that I really want to emphasize here is why we partner with AWS is the speed of innovation and the trust and the quality. That, that makes AWS special. That makes us to work with them to, to deliver our solutions faster. As an engineer, I'm a hardware engineer. As an engineer, getting a chance, getting an opportunity 
to improve people's lives is, is a lifetime opportunity. That's what motivates me to go to work every day. Thank you. Thank you, Sharad. That was a pretty awesome story, right? Uh, these are all related breakout sessions. I think some of them may have already happened, but some of them are still happening over today and tomorrow. We discussed about all the key features of the studio, but you can get a deep dive on each one of them through these sessions. We have one on notebooks, one on the debugger, one on autopilot, and one on model monitor, and you will get to see the inner workings of each of these features with demos if you go to one of these sessions, so do attend them. And hope you're having a great experience here, engaging and learning a lot about machine learning and AWS in general, but your learning doesn't need to stop here. We have tons and tons of courses and certifications available through Machine Learning University on AWS where you can go back and continue learning more about machine learning and AWS through these trainings and certification programs. Finally, thank you for coming in. Uh, it was a pleasure talking to you today. And do give us your feedback by providing the ratings on the mobile app that you have. Uh, we'd love to hear about the feedback on our sessions and think about how better we can do next time. So please do, do give us your feedback. And we'll be here to take any questions from you uh, for a couple of minutes. So feel free to shoot your questions. We'd love to have them. Thank you. Thank you for coming in. Thank you.